Welcome to Base Politics. I'm Evan. I'm Alex. How are you doing, guys? Hope you're well. You can't answer. This is a podcast, not a video chat. <laughs> not a Zoom. But uh, yeah, hope you're doing well out there. We are uh, back for another week. Um, it has been a bit of a crazy week. I got my second vaccine yesterday, so I was uh, fucking out of commission. Jeez. <laughs> really takes a lot out of you, but at least I don't I probably won't get COVID from here on out, so that's good. And if you do, your body will probably be able to, yeah, probably be able to solve it, yeah, a lot better than it would have before. I was out of like I I felt like okay yesterday, and then like by the time I was going to bed, I was like, oh man, I feel really tired, and then I could just not sleep all night. Just not did not sleep. For that. I got my next week, and then today I was just like felt like shit for a while, but I took some Tylenol, and I'm fine. I'm all good. So we're back. The pod must go on. Um, <laughs> I actually feel fine, which is a pretty good turnaround, like less than 24 hours. And I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm really good. good. So, uh, so definitely, uh, if you're thinking about getting it, do it because it's not that bad. I mean, and the second dose, I think, was like for most people worse than the first dose, but it still wasn't that bad. Like I didn't feel anything after the first dose. I was fine. Yeah, same. It was just like, oh, my arm hurts. Yeah, but it was nothing else. It was yeah. like, ah, oh. yeah, a little sore. But yeah, I'm set. I don't work. I don't work the day of the vaccine. I don't work the day after. Oh, so that's enough. Yeah, I'll I'll be good by the I get on Wednesday and by Friday I have to work, so I'll probably be yeah. fine. Well, there's been some some news. Um, you know, uh, one one thing is that the Blue Jays might be coming back home. Yeah, uh, it it is strange because every other like watching games especially the like beginning middle of the season middle of the first half when people were starting to do their like reopening days with like yeah. full capacity it's like holy shit they're like actually like i mean texas i think was the first the rangers i think were the first ones opening day they were at full capacity which is just was crazy to watch because yeah, they did opening day was full capacity and then like literally the next day they were like we're gonna go back to 25 percent. i think they just wanted opening day to be full you know what i mean right but but they're back to like full capacity basically yeah, everywhere. There. So Jared Carabas was on Twitter like uh, I don't know what he said. He had something. He said something about like Toronto, like the Jays going back to Toronto, and everyone like all of us Toronto people were in his replies like, dude, we're not even open yet. This was like three weeks yeah. ago before we were out of a lockdown. Yeah. And he was like, what really? Like you guys aren't even open yet? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because it's like yeah, that's what I would think too if I was in boston yeah able to go to games without a mask yeah it's so interesting yeah like three weeks ago i don't even think we had patios open no they, they, they opened like on the, the my birthday it would have been a, yeah it would have been a, yeah about a month ago because it was like yeah. my birthday they weren't and then by your birthday two weeks later they yeah. were open yeah so like w- like we were like straight up locked down like it was like crazy for, yeah i think they'll probably it's more relaxed back. now and we're like pretty close to being like basically fully open yeah um but uh yeah it looks like they're gonna come back which is so good so hopefully we could do some like vlogs from the yeah, stadium sick. we'll do some uh do some stuff for the youtube because like we wanted to do more youtube content but like we can't do anything because like we can't go to any games so you know there's not really uh too much to do but uh we've been just doing the episodes every week and i uh, hope you're checking it out on youtube if you're listening right now the shitty thing is is that they expect they're looking hoping to be back by july 31st and the first team they play at home is the Kansas City Royals which is really unfortunate they face the Royals and the Tigers 
as their first two home series. Wow. But then the Red Sox come to town, which is nice. So that should be fun. If they get, yeah, that's really, only if they come back on the July bottom 31st. of the barrel first. But yeah, <laughs> oh, God. the Royals. But I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be watching. Oh hell yeah! I'll Andrew Benintendi, yeah. <laughs> Benny Salva- Butcheeks, All Star Salvador Perez behind no. the behind the dish. That's my least favorite All Star. Your least favorite All? Well, probably. Yeah, maybe. Other, uh, other than Trout, oh, that sounds weird to say. Or like, like. Byron Cedric Buxton. Mullen should be there. Yeah. Buxton, did Buxton make it? No, he didn't no, make it. Not, no, he didn't end up making it. I mean, he would if he could had if he wasn't made of glass. Yeah. yeah he'd be there. But yeah, Salvador Perez was like the third best catcher in the league. Yeah. So, but, you know, he gets lots of home runs and a high batting average. And that's all that matters. Yeah. Batting average, baby. Batting average is king. Yeah. All you on-base nerds, fuck you. I'm yeah, sorry. they really should have just put like OPS plus. That's the thing. The voting goes differently if they put different stats there. Of course. But, like, obviously they put batting average, RBIs. Salvador Perez had the most of those. Yeah. I was, I don't know if, did I say this on the podcast last week? No, I didn't. Cedric Mullins, this was like a week ago, he had 99 hits, which led the MLB, the most hits in the entire league. And he had a 361 on base percentage. Yasmani Grandal had like 32 hits and a 361 on base percentage. <laughs> The guy had the same on-base percentage as the guy who had triple the hits, which is hilarious. Because he just walks. Because he walks like crazy. He just walks. He just nonstop walks. And his OPS is great because every time he gets a hit, it's a home run or a double. Yeah. Uh, I love Yasmani. But Mike Zanino should have done it. He, he was the best catcher on the Rays. Yeah, true. But, like better catcher defensively, and he had better hitting numbers. Right. But, he had a, I think he has a 180 batting average, so it's like, oh. He Doesn't look great. But, eh. anyways, enough about Salvador Perez. Salvador Perez is great. And he also has the, the the what do you call it, the advantage of already being an all-star like five, six times. Yeah. So it's like, oh, he's a six-time all-star. Yeah. Let's make him a seventh. Yeah. Yeah, it, 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 does, uh, yeah, it does accrue. And uh, that's why one. all-star game appearances are stupid, especially when they're fan-voted. Like... It's good for the young guys to like make extra money in arbitration. Yeah, but I think they're just so pointless. Like Willie Mays made twenty-one All Star games in twenty-four seasons. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. They used to have two All Star games a year. They used to have one in the middle of the season and after the season, like a what? Pro Bowl. Yeah, really. Yeah, in like the fifties, sixties. Because I, I didn't realize how long the All Star game has been going on. Because Ted Williams played in All Star games, and I was like, they, yeah. I didn't even know that they yeah, had All Star games. You should look at like if you look at Willie Mays's baseball reference page it's like like 1962 let's say it's like uh silver slugger gold glove like ssgg as as like right. he has two which i think is hilarious a pro um, bowl that that's basically that's what it, i think yeah. it is the, the after but that's the why because that's why no one really cares about the pro bowl and and you know, and well, I mean, maybe people care about it, but it's yeah, not it's football. A, I'm sure people care about but it, but it's not as big of a deal because it's it's not in the middle of the season. Like the All Star Game, I feel like is more of, more of a big deal in baseball. Yeah, like, and they really promote too. the shit out of it. Yeah, and basketball too. They really promote the shit out of it, and like because it's in the middle of the season, it's a perfect break, you know. But a lot of people aren't playing in it. I mean, Dukram said he's not going to play. Which, um, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I wouldn't. He if hasn't I was been Dukram. He hasn't been like he has been hurt already this season a couple times, and so yeah. I mean, it'd the be Astros nice. Aren't going to be there? The Astros entirely aren't. Not like I mean, all their all stars. Yeah, Brantley said he's not going to do it. Altuve, Altuve and Correa all said they wouldn't 
go. Why? I don't know about Ryan Presley. I think he's an all-star. Why do you think? Do you think that's coordinated? What do you mean? Like, they just don't want to. I, I mean, Altuve said he wants to be with his family, and I mean, sure. I I, I can uh, get that. Like, honestly, like I don't want to go and just get booed for a few hours. You know, I get that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know, but also I don't think it has anything to do with fans because, like, they've played fifty road games this yeah. season. They've gotten booed every one. Like, yeah. I don't think it's like, oh, I, I can't go to Denver. They're going to boo me. I actually genuinely think they just don't want to go. Yeah, because there's no incentive to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the all-star thing gets put on his resume whether he goes or not. Right. So, like, I do get it. At a certain point, yeah. I mean, he's been playing. This is his 10th season. It does suck, though, because it's like, well, yeah, I'd love to. I wanted to watch Correa at the all-star game. I want to see, you know. Web Bogarts. Jams. Yeah, I want to see them play. Yeah, I also completely understand because like you don't get to see your family at all during the season. Right. Like I'm sure they get to see their wife and kids like a few times a week for not that long, you know. So these four days off is like you think so? Yeah. Don't they, don't they go home when they're? Yeah, but like, how often are they with them? You know what I mean? I mean, after a game, don't they go just like go home? Got to go to sleep. Wake up the next day. You I know? guess so, but like you gotta be at the park at nine a.m. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I always wondered that. Like you, you go home to your kids when you're at when you're like at home. Like you go home. Yeah, I'm sure they go home and like a lot, not a lot, but I mean like every night they're in Houston. Yeah, but if they're in on the road, of course, yeah, your wife isn't coming with you. No, you know? I guess not. What um, a crazy life. What a crazy! I life. really think about that, like the logistics of being a ball player. Like, what is it actually like? That's why I want to have like a play, players on the spot because I I'm really interested in like what is it actually like? What does it feel like? Because yeah, what is your schedule like on a regular day? How much do you see your family? You know, do you see like do you see friends at all during the season? Like, you know, probably not. Probably not much. It maybe it maybe like they come to the game, but you don't really see them. You know, yeah, exactly. Like, like if you're you know. I've heard like, uh, you know, I think his Ian Anderson, like he's from New York. So like when he played in Yankee Stadium, like his family came out to see him. Yeah. But like he doesn't really see them. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? Like you probably leave tickets for people. That's really interesting to me though. Like the logistics of being a ball player. Cause yeah, I mean, you got to really love someone to. Yeah. Like yeah. as the wife, like no, you got to exactly. really love him. No, also, I mean, not. There's lots of money involved, sure, and it's yeah. not like she's living in poverty while he's gone. No, <laughs> but for like, sure. Even like, I don't know. I miss my girlfriend after she's gone for a day. You know, like <laughs> it's and no, and, and it's like even when you're not like doing like baseball, like even when you are home, it's like you sh- you have shit to do. You know what I mean? Like, because that's the thing. Like, at a certain level, it's like Mike Trout is not just a baseball player. He's also advertising for companies. He's doing yeah. like there's he's doing like youth baseball stuff. He's handling like charity stuff. Yeah, he's like, got to be a dad and a husband at the be, same time. Yeah, and he's got two kids now and one or, or one kid. Yeah, Only, one kid. yeah, and and like it's it's it, it really is a crit and and it's like the kind of job that like it really just takes precedence over everything. There's nothing that comes like you literally can't let anything yeah. get in the way of you in baseball. It's just there's nothing. Yeah. It can't be like it's just not. It's just not how it works. It's a one thousand percent commitment. I would. I would love to interview. That would be a great interview. Interview a baseball wife. Like, yeah, I don't know who. Yeah, who's a good wife? Yeah. What is it actually like, Chelsea Freeman? Yeah. <laughs> Chelsea Freeman's probably cool. She cool seems woman. cool. Yeah. Yeah. She seems cool. 
Freddie's on the trade block, according to Twitter. Oh my god! I'm just god. kidding. Yeah, we're fucking right. Fucking starting nine. Like I don't know. I don't know who wrote the article, but I, I think it was Barstool. So I mean, take it as as you wish. But they're saying that they should be exploring trading Freddie Freeman. I'm like, what the fuck? For, for what? Like, Why? He's Why? The, he's like, no. If, you wa- if they wanted to trade Freddie, he would have been gone in the winter. Like he, that. Yeah. That is a fact. Like and, they would have got rid of him so fast. Yeah, I mean, his his deal is end up at the end of the year. I don't think that he's going to be he's not having that great of a season so i don't think your return is going to be that good no he's yeah he's having a very average if not below average freddie freeman season yeah and that's not going to get you anything mookie Betts deal related in a a rental you know no definitely not no like you're not getting you're not going to get a good deal for him because he's also age i mean he's not aging he's older he's He's not 27 Yeah, yeah yeah he's for sure but well, it's interesting. We're going to talk about. I don't um, think they're trading him. Though. No, we're going to talk about the. We'll talk about trades because we're going to talk about the uh, postseason uh, playoff odds. Um, we've never talked about this, but I, I do check this out semi regularly on FanGraphs um, because, well, it's very interesting um, because there's numbers that absolutely appalled me, and um, you know, numbers that I was like very just underwhelmed by so let's start it with the al east the red sox they're what's the percentage their chance to make the playoffs 70 88.4 that is their chance and their chance of winning the world series is an even 10 percent, which is really high like it doesn't it only gets slightly higher than that the highest the highest chance of winning the world series is the astros and dodgers are tied for sixteen point nine percent, that's wild though, eighty eight percent. But don't but worry like, about that number, really. It's just but about... think of like the Red Sox. Have what have a two and a half? They have a two and a half game lead in the division right now, mm-hmm. unless the Rays have already won or whatever. No, yeah, they do. So, ah, but like all it needs, all the Red Sox need to not make the playoffs is like go on a ten game. Like it seems very interesting. Like. 88% is high. That's a Super lot. High. That's a, a 9 but what's crazy, 10 shot. What's crazy about this division is that it's actually the tightest of all the divisions in terms of uh, 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 of share. Uh, not No, not quite the tightest. It's the tightest among the four teams. They're at 88.4%. The Rays are at 63.2%. The Yankees are at 43.4%. And the Blue Jays are at 39.6%. Wow. Which is actually all v- very high considering like that. And like... That's for making the playoffs. The Red Sox only have a 29% chance of winning the wild card, right? Because they have a higher chance of winning the actual division. Yeah. And the Rays have the a 42% chance of winning the wild card. The Yankees and Jays, and Jays are around 30% for huh. winning the wild card. It just seems like way too high. And I'm a Red Sox fan. It does seem really, really high. Because like if they're they're only ahead two and a half games. So that means... It's not that much. You could come back from the All-Star break, still be playing as good as they are. But with... I don't know, 30 games left in the season. Let's say they have a five-game lead and they lose 10 straight. The Rays win 10 straight or, like, you know, win eight of 10. Yeah, but all then, of a sudden in second place. Yeah, but even if they're in second place, they might win the wild card. That's true. That's now, this true. is make play, the playoffs. Their chance of winning the division is only 59%. I am a huge uh, narcissist. Yeah. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Pessimist. Um I, I mean, it does seem a little crazy. I love the Reds. I think they're going to make the playoffs Like uh, as a genuine no bias. It does like, seem but like that. But it seems like it's 
the how let me try and explain this like in my brain i think of like worst case scenario and worst case scenarios like they're probably not going to make the playoffs i'm like oh they're not going to do it this is just a good stretch they had a good first half yeah i mean it's it is it's a really good first stretch but i mean there's it just seems to be kind of be clicking way better than anyone thought and it's pretty surprising but yeah you know, tanner like, hauk is coming back chris sales on his way yeah like it seems like you're only kind of get better over the the second half i That's mean the thing. they haven't done they haven't made any trades the yet. rays are great and i think the rays are obviously like i can't believe that the yankees have a 43.4 percent chance of making the playoffs That's, i think yeah. it's way lower I yeah. think it's like a 25% chance. Obviously, this well, is... They're the, yeah, they're the third best team in their division. Their projected win-loss is 87.2... Or, sorry, is 87.6 to 74.4, which would leave them, if all these projected win-losses pan out, that would leave them six games behind the Red Sox. Yeah, I don't... I the, Yeah, the Yankees okay. aren't making the playoffs with 87 wins, too. No way. The, no way. The A's and Rays... Like, I have the wild cards, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or, like, you know, like, let's say, uh, yeah, if I, think, I was predicting, I think, it'd be I think that's correct. Red yeah. Sox, White Sox, yeah. and uh, Astros. Yeah. So that means the Oakland Athletics and the Rays and maybe the Indians. The Indians aren't playing horribly. Like, yeah, well, like, there's a lot of teams that are like, playing better than the Yankees are now. Obviously, they're the goddamn Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees are the Yankees, and mm-hmm. I just called them my daddy. Um, they can turn it on at any point. And they they're might. already they're playing, I mean, they're playing the Mariners, but they're playing well yeah. this series. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's But they've been fucking I hate when people say, that. "Oh, they're playing the Mariners. It's easy." But it's like you got to turn the offense on somewhere. Somebody it's got to turn it off and turn it on in Seattle and yeah. you go to Boston and it's on. Yeah, it's got to start somewhere. Yeah. It will eventually beat up start. On the bad teams. Yeah, absolutely. You're never going to beat up on the good teams if you don't get if you don't get a, a pounding in exactly. uh, against some uh, some bottom feeders. Anyways, but speaking, speaking of, of that, the Indians, they just lost. The AL Central uh is <laughs> A very different story. We saw, you know, pretty obviously the Red Sox well ahead, and the, a sizable gap between the Rays and Yankees. But, but you know, a pretty tight. Obviously, I didn't even mention the Orioles. Zero percent chance. Let's just say that they're, they have a zero percent chance of winning. Uh, I didn't even mention the Orioles, <laughs> but, but they're they're in that division. They just yeah. have a zero percent chance of winning. Uh, here's here's the AL Central. Uh, White Sox ninety six point three percent chance. Cleveland Indians. 5.1% chance of making, the playoffs. of making the playoffs. Every other team is under 1%. Wow. I mean, obviously, yeah, well, yeah. It makes it's sense. just it's such a contrast. and the Royals. It's such a contrast, and, and the Twins. It's such a contrast uh, in this division because it's just not even close. Yeah, the, the, the White Sox are eight games ahead of the, the Cleveland Indians, and then everybody else is uh, 15, 15 and a half games back. 15 games back, 11 and a half games back. I like the Indians sneaking into a playoff spot, though. Really? I'm feeling it. Yeah. Really? Bieber come back. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really watched them at all, to be honest, so I have no idea. Yeah, they're a pretty good team. Like, they're not going to win the trophy, but, I mean, could sneak into a playoff spot, maybe. Yeah. I guess the wild card game, and anything can happen. The um, White Sox have the exact same win percentage uh, the win World Series percentage as the Red Sox, basically ten point four percent. They have a, what's funny is they have a zero point. 
4% chance of winning the wild card because they're so strong in winning yeah. their division. And the, Cleveland has a 1.7% chance of winning the wild card. That's wild. Right now. And everyone else has like a 0% chance. Well, that's just because the Athletics <laughs> and the Rays are better than them. Exactly. And the Yankees. Um, the AL West, the Astros have a 96.7% chance of making the playoffs. The Athletics have a 45.9%. And the Angels have a 19% chance, which is not bad. That's 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 it's unlikely, but it's no. it's possible. Angels, fuck! I watched them all series. Like, I would just watch them play though against the Red Sox. It was bad. I mean, obviously they beat us two out of three games, but pitching is not going to be able to get them there. It is obviously they don't have Trout in that lineup or Rendon, but like they just looked. Did they uh, not have Rendon again? I thought they had Rendon. Yeah, he went back on the IL. Oh my god! The it's his third time on the IL, and it's the third different injury to put him on the IL. Ugh. Which doesn't happen too often. Usually it's just I, the same thing. I love Rendon. That sucks. Yeah. He's, he seems like he's been hurt a lot. Yeah. Um, Getting old. I mean, the Angels, yeah, that, that that division seems, yeah, I think I think you're right that the Athletics and the Rays seem like the most likely wildcard candidates from the AL. Um, the NL brings me no joy to report this. The NL East... The Mets have a 78.5% chance of making the playoffs. The Braves, 13.5. Wow. That's fucking horrendous. That is pretty bad. That is fucking horrible. But what's crazy is they're only four and a half games back. They're in second place in their division, but they're below 500. They're a 42 and 44 team. And like, this is the contrast between the, the Yankees and like the, the, the Braves in their division that I always point out is that the Braves are a below 500 team, and it definitely feels like they're underperforming for sure. They have a lot of lot of holes to fill in their lineup. Uh, like things are not going exceptionally well, obviously. When you're below 500 and you're the Braves, like that, as good as this team should be. You what's know? wrong with the team? Like what's wrong with them? I think the pitching is pretty bad, to be honest. Like, what's, their, what's in their lineup? They got... Freddie at first, you got second, you got Albies, shortstop, yeah. Dansby, third base, yeah. Riley. Yeah. And you got Acuna and Guillermo yeah. Heredia. Yeah, you got Acuna, Heredia, Ender and Ciarte. <laughs> Sorry. He's still playing. He's Ender and Ciarte is that's that's what needs to change. A relic from the past. You have like um what's that guy? Uh Adrianza. It just feels like they've got like they just there's Oh they no, they got Marcel oh they don't. Um, don't even speak his name. They kind of just spend some money. Go get Marcelo Zuna. Like, get another one of those guys. Yeah, There's yeah. plenty of them. Get yeah. Joey Gallo. Holy shit, I just figured it out. Joey Gallo. Yeah, that makes total sense. It genuinely does. Good defense and right. You, or you put him in. Uh, they got Acuna playing right, right? right? Acuna right. plays right. He could play center, though. He he's, should go he's, back not, he's not a bad center fielder at all. He's not great, but he's fast. He's fast. Put Gallo in right. Gallo's got a cannon. And I mean the Chapas. And he's a left-handed bat. It's it, and and Truist is not not too unfriendly to Gallo's, Gallo's style of hitting. The Chapas is it's shorter on that side, on the on the right side. Oh, Gallo can hit balls. If he's hitting balls at a globe life, he'll hit them out. Anyway. Yeah, it, it's it's, it's better than globe life. It's definitely more hitter friendly than globe life to, to lefties for sure. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah. Uh. God, if Gallo goes to the Yankees, I'm gonna lose my fucking head. Because I, Joey Gallo, I consider myself a truther of two players: Pablo Lopez and Joey Gallo. Yeah, 
You um, are. You absolutely are. I can confirm that. And uh, Keston Hero, too, actually. Yeah. I guess Adam in there. But, like, I can't. I want to cheer for Joey so bad, but I can't do it if he's on the Yankees. I literally can't. Oh, man. It's I'm against gonna, my religion. I'm going to cheer for him so hard. I'm going to get a Joey Gallo jersey. I don't think he'd look right in that jersey. He's going to look so good. I don't know, like, but that's the thing. Like, what? what's a... It's going to take a bit to get Joey Gallo. Like, the Rangers so, yeah, aren't going to give I him feel up. Like the Yankees don't have much to give. I have a lot of... Glaber! Yeah, for sure. Glaber and Debbie Garcia for Joey Gallo straight up. I think they take that deal. Throw in Anthony... No, not Shirt Anthony. Sure, Yeah, maybe. I don't... We got Shirt and Apostle as I don't well. think they let... No. I don't think they're going to let Shirt and Apostle go. I want him. That's Joey Gallo's replacement. Yeah, probably. Why do you want Shirt and Apostle? I like Shirt and Apostle. You got Aaron Hit. Oh, yeah, Brett Gardner. Oh, no. we have Brett Gardner. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying, but like he's horrible. Yeah. Oh, Brett Gardner. I feel like I, oh, there's the two kinds. Of, the the polar opposite of MLB players. One side is Tim LaCastro, the other side is Joey Gallo. Mm. And if the Yankees had, but they both, both play those, elite defense. They both, uh, yeah. They they're they're not like they are. Uh, Joey Gallo is not slow. He's just a totally different kind of player. It's not fast. You know what I mean? He's 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 just a different, a completely different approach. Tim yeah. Castro is trying to get hit by the ball. Joey Joey Gallo is is trying to like not run at all. He's just yeah. like that. He's just trying to hit dingers and walk, and not even really walk, just strike out. No, he's 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 like. Third in the league in walks. Is he walking a lot? Oh, yeah. Good. Well, that's the thing. He was leading the league in walks and strikeouts at the and near the top in home runs at the start of the year, which was hilarious. Like literally, the tr- th- Adam Dunn's wet dream. Yeah. Was to lead the league in all three of those. It so. just seems like it's impossible. Oh, it's incredibly possible. What do you mean? It's, you, it's three outcomes that Mo- Joey Gallo usually does. Yeah, it's true. It's not that hard to lead the league in all of them. And he's had what twenty three home runs now, or twenty four? I think. Is he still leading? No, I think he has twenty three. I think he hit twenty two and twenty three yesterday. Also, Joey Gallo in Denver in the Derby. He's still he's leading in walk percentage. Yeah, he and he's lead. not leading in strikeout percentage. I don't think anymore. No, he's number four. He's behind Javi Baez. Javi Baez. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking at that the other day. And he's what was the other stud? Home runs. He's six. So he's in the top ten in all in all of those, but That's he's not awesome. at the top. He's 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 near closer to the top. Yeah, being number four in K percentage is it's not great, but but being number one in walk percentage while hitting What's those, his all the strikeout percentage. His strikeout percentage is uh, excuse me, apologies, thirty one percent point three percent. What's his walk percentage? Uh, it's nineteen point six percent. What was the strikeout percentage? Thirty-one point three. So fifty percent of the time he's striking out or yeah. walking. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Over fifty percent. I miss. That and then if though. you add home runs onto that. Oh yeah, you could do that. What's his percent home run percentage? Twenty-three divided by how many at bats he has? Um, so he it's probably like sixty percent of his at bats end in a strikeout walker. So twenty-three, um, twenty-three home runs to three hundred forty-two plate appearances. Less than ten percent. Well, that's enough. It's probably like close to like fifty-five percent of all of his at bats require no fielders. But Joey Gallo strikes, really uh, like turned the the uh, turned the guns on, I guess you could say, at the perfect time. He's mm-hmm. already on the trade market. Yeah. The guys hit ten home runs in ten games. 
so good. Yeah. Like, it's great for the Rangers. They can get more in return. Yeah. Great for him. He'll probably go to a good team, I yeah. hope. I just wish the Red Sox could get him. They just don't need him. I mean, the the Rangers suck, and they're going to be moving him for sure. Who do, like let's look at these like who, who the you know who would who do the Twins have that they can move you know do you think the Twins are going to move somebody yeah N- Nelson Cruz uh, Jose Brios probably both those guys might go right there's rumors about Cruz that started today that he might get traded really yeah I mean, I mean he's, what he, do they need him yeah someone else should pay him because they suck and I think they only signed Cruz to a one year deal so they can just. Get rid of Cruz and not really worry about paying him for the second half. Do you think anyone from the Orioles will be moving? No. No? No. They're in rebuild? I think the the Orioles are keeping their pieces, yeah. Yeah. They're not getting rid of Mullins. They're not getting rid of Mountcastle. No. It seems like they are. He's good. It seems like they are like rebuilding. They're genuinely rebuilding. They need pitching. They're almost there. I mean... Hitting wise, yeah, they are almost there. Hitting wise, but pitching wise as well. Like they got Grayson Rodriguez coming up soon. He'll be on the team next year. Right. That's the thing. The you, if you look at the Orioles' rotation right now, I bet good money that John Means will be the only one left next year. <laughs> yeah, like it's going to be exactly. a complete overhaul. Oh yeah, no one is going to be there. They had that fucking knuckleballer, like yeah. pitching. Like the, God bless them. You're never going to see those guys again in 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 those uniforms. But like even yeah, like I hope they call Grayson Rodriguez up in September. He's a really good pitching prospect. Um, I like the Orioles. They're fun to watch. They actually, they, they actually you know, have fun playing baseball. I was surprised by how much fun I had of actually watching the Pirates the other day. I was like, they're actually like for the worst team in this division. Like they're actually like not like they have some good things. Like they beat the Braves twice. Like. One of them, they beat them like 13 nothing. Yeah, that says like more that. about the Braves than the Pirates, but sadly. Like, the Pirates were like, not bad. Like, they had some good pieces. That Richard Rodriguez guy I was texting you about, that guy's yeah. fucking sick. He needs to be on, like, the Blue Jays now. Like, that guy is sick as hell. Yeah, he's He just throws two pitches, and he's just, a, like, a really good closer. I think the Pirates are going to move a lot of pieces. Yeah, up that, well, that's what I'm, that's kind of why we're looking at this for me because i'm trying to like get a gauge on like who's going to be moving people because some of these teams are in a rebuild where they're not going to get rid of like you know they're going to get rid of their big spending paces you know yeah. joey gal is going to go from from texas but like that's only because they're going to try to get something in return for for future years whereas like the, the orioles i kind of have the same feeling as you where that like i don't really they're not going to move mullins like he's no, good valuable no, and Other like than Cedric Mullins, but they like he's young. And, they, and everyone else is like yeah. he's cost controlled. Yeah, there's no reason. Yeah, exactly. Six hundred k, you can keep him. Yeah, exactly. But like the Twins, there's no reason to keep Nelson Cruz no, if you're going to be paid in last way place. too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same. Yeah, there's so many. Like, what about the Marlins? I mean, Marte's going. Marte is probably going to be gone. Yeah, yeah, but. That's about it. Yeah, they they don't. Maybe they, Adam Duvall. No, they probably keep Duvall. Send it back He's to the Aguilar, Yeah, Jazz. Like, they're, yeah. And we still, like, you know. trade Pablo Lopez. That'd be fucking wild. The Diamondbacks and the Rockies both have, you know, big pieces that are going to go. And they're, you know, well out of contention in there. We didn't even get to them. They're well out of contention in their, in their division. We are seeing one of the strongest three-team races I, I can remember in, in the NL West. Dodgers, Padres, and Giants all really tight heat. Uh, I think I've been really surprised by how good the Giants have been. Um, yeah, pretty amazed to, to be honest how 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 good they've been. 
Yeah, they've got good pitching. I mean, the Rockies. Is Trevor Story going to get moved to the deadline? Don't see why not. He's not going to stay in the offseason, so he might as well get rid of him. But you get more value for someone who, in, in the in the other trade deadline than in the offseason, you think? Well, th- well, let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so when the offseason comes, Trevor yeah. Story is going to be a free agent. Do you think the Rockies get anything out of that? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, sorry, I didn't know if you did that. No, I didn't know that. Not much value to the Rockies if he just walks out the door in the offseason. You know, so what I mean? if they so if they send him. So they let's say they trade him to the Yankees as all these trades will go. Um, yeah, and the Yankees will be yeah the Yankees will be getting uh, Nelson Cruz, uh, Max Scherzer, Trevor <laughs> yes. Story, Brian Reynolds, uh, Jose Brios. Um, they're Clint. also <laughs> going to somehow get um, Framber Valdez from the Astros. Uh, I believe Nick Pavetta's on the move to the Yankees, and uh, I forgot I ran out of. It's players. a twelve-team deal, and all the Yankees have to give up. Clint Frazier, Andujar. And Estevan Florio. Estevan. Fucking Estevan Florio. Call that motherfucker up to the big leagues. That guy deserves to be in the show. Anyways, what were we saying? Um, so so Trevor Story goes to the Yankees. He serves out the rest of the season. At that point, he's a free agent no matter what. Yeah. Like he, there's So is that what happened with David Price when he like came to the Blue Jays for that yeah. like half season? They traded him, and he, was, he did the one season – and then just decided he didn't want to stay in Toronto, wanted to go make some more money as, as a Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I mean, God damn, that's interesting how free agency works that way. That you can just like be a free, like you you can just you end up on a totally different team than you've been on for your entire career, but you still get to be a free agent. You're still like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm good, I'm moving on. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it goes to the Yankees though. I know, but they're also the Rockies, so they don't really care about what they're getting in return. That's the thing. I they're the know. worst franchise. Do you think they're the worst franchise? Pirates. The Pirates are the Pirates worst have franchise. traded way too many good players to not be the worst franchise. That's true. They're, Garrett Cole. Their best players are on the Rays and the Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler Glasnow. How do they trade Glasnow and Meadows for Chris Archer? And guess who Chris Archer pitches for now? The Rays. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. That's yeah. one of the worst trades of all time. Chris Archer, to, Chris Archer from the Pirates. No, Chris Archer the race, to, the from the race for Glasnow, Meadows, and uh, Shane Baz, who's like the Rays' like number three pitching prospect still. <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah, it didn't work out too well. But yeah, I don't know. Like, the, I just like I wish the Yankees. I don't wish they had a better farm system. But if the Yankees had a better farm system, I think Trevor Story is like a lock because I don't. They're not done with Glaber, but like, I don't think they want Glaber playing short every day. You know what I mean? No. Like. I don't think they want Glaber at all. I think they like Glaber. I think Boone likes Glaber. I think Boone is a fan of Glaber Torres, and I'm a fan of Glaber Torres. I think he's a good player. He's just like he seems out of his. He's one of those players who, uh, like he doesn't have enough value when he's not hitting well, which is not a place you want. Like, like Joey Gallo is having a rough season, but he was playing Gold Glove like defense. Gold gloves are stupid, but he's playing elite defense. And so it's like, yeah, you can handle the strikeouts because he's going to play a good right field in a way, you know? Yeah. But when Glaber's not hitting 20, 30 home runs a year, he's, like, valueless because he just can't play defense. His defense is, like, below average. I mean, he's not a horrible defender. He's just below average. Just below average. Which is not what you want at shortstop. No, it's it's, it's probably, yeah, the position you want good defense at the most. I, I don't know. Like, Trevor Story, I don't know who's going to go for him. Like, the, I don't know. I don't know who has the farm. And who needs him. You know, like the Braves, but they like Dansby, you know, 
Yeah. Like, I, I don't. Mean, yeah, I genuinely have no idea. I feel like the Braves have just built, like, I remember reading like the baseball perspectives on the Braves for this season, and then being like, Dansby and Ozzy, like, this is your chance to like, like, you really got to show up this year. Basically, saying like the experiment has like, and Ozzy's really shown up. Like, yeah, he's actually been really good. Dansby has been okay. You know, yeah. uh, he there's way better shortstops in the NL, uh, and. But I just think he's one of those guys that's just – he's come up through the organization. They have him under control, and uh, they're trying to build around that, like, middle infield, you know, of him and Ozzy. Pauline, and they drafted Rowe. Bregman. I mean, obviously, it was the Diamondbacks, but – Yeah. Dansby went over one, number one overall. I still forget that's about that. That's hard to believe, to be honest. Yeah, in 2015 when Bregman went after him, and Bregman's a superstar. Was that Judge's year? No. Judge was drafted a couple of years before that, or 2014, I think Judge was drafted. Okay, yeah. Um, this was re- Nelson Cruz gets traded to the Baltimore Orioles in 2014, and it's a rental, and leads them to the playoffs. I mean, not it wasn't just him; the Orioles were pretty good, but they lead. They get to the playoffs. They are eliminated by the Blue Jays, and Nelson Cruz goes to the Mariners in free agency. And so the Baltimore Orioles get a pick because you get a compensation pick if he doesn't right. resign. And with that pick, guess who they selected? Who? Ryan fucking Mountcastle. Greatest thing ever. Yeah. 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 It was one of the greatest things the Orioles have ever done. Wow. Like they got a playoff run in it and a great se- half season from Nelson Cruz. And then it ended with a pick, which got them the future of their team. Well, not one of the pieces of the future of the team, yeah. hopefully. Which I thought was cool. But anyways, tidbit. So um, we are approaching. Um, who, a, who, sorry. Who do you ahead. think Trevor's story is going to land on? Um, like on a genuine, like, you don't know anything, but like, what do you think? I don't know. I mean, you think of like the best teams, the teams that are going to try to make the deepest run in the playoffs. Like they already have like a franchise shortstop. Like the Dodgers have Corey Seager, the Padres have Tatis, uh, the, I mean, the Giants. Giants would make sense. Like the Giants are going to be buyers. They've been way better than anticipated. But no, no, no. They they got Brandon Crawford, and he's having a great year. True. They're not going to go. For yeah, this. yeah, that's true. I mean, the Brewers, who are having a well above average year. They got Willie. They got Willie Adams, who's been having a career year as well. Uh, what a fucking trade. Yeah, what a trade. Oh, and we do have to talk about we have to pay some respects to your boy. Rowdy to Rowdy. We big just wanna round. we wanna big bid you bid you well in Milwaukee, my big guy. You will you will love it there. Bratwurst, whatever else is in Milwaukee, you're gonna love it there. Rowdy Telez, big slugger for the Jays. Yeah, was God. traded. One of my favorite players. Was traded to, watch. to the to the Milwaukee Brewers, the Brew Crew. He fucked my old coworker. You know no that? way. No fucking way. At least I think. That's what she told me. Yeah, so apparently We're not gonna Rowdy Telez. <laughs> Rowdy Telez, um, Reese McGuire, um, and uh, what's his name? I think he was a reliever for the Jays. He apparently used to come into the Starbucks I work at because it's like, not to dox myself, but it's near the Rogers Center-ish. <laughs> and apparently they used to come in like in the morning. Like, I guess before they were going to the stadium or they were, going, I was like, what the, 
I could have met Rowdy Telez. Oh, my God. And now you're never going to. And that was before I worked there, too. Yeah, now I'll never meet him. <sighs> I think that makes total sense. Like, I'd been. T- there's a customer who comes into my work who we're always talking about the Jays. And he was saying, like, yeah, I don't know about Rowdy. Like, I like Gritchick way more. And at the beginning of the season, I was like, no, I like I like Rowdy. And then throughout the season, it's become pretty clear that, like. Rowdy just didn't have a spot. Just did not have a spot. Like, it, it was lo- like, well. He could play first last year because Vlad was playing third, but now they move Vlad to first. And he's really good at first. And Springer's back. So Springer is going to be switching time in center and DH. Yeah. And when he's not, when Springer's not a DH, Grichik is going to be there. Exactly. Because Grichik's an amazing hitter. Yeah. That's the thing. They have, the Jays have found a way with like all their bad fielders, like Guriel, Teoscar, um, and I, Grichik's actually a pretty good fielder, but like Guriel and Teoscar are like not great fielders. Yeah. But they found a way, like, they use that DH spot so, like, liberally, I yeah. guess you could say. Like, everyone yeah. takes a run. Like, Bo is playing DH every once in a while. Yeah. It's so good. I love the way they use the DH. Dude, it's not just like, oh, yeah, yeah. it's Tuesday. JD yeah. Martinez is a DH, and he'll be the DH for the rest of the year, which yeah. is fine. But, like, I like the way they do it where they can, like, give people day offs. Yeah. Like, you can keep Vlad's bat in the lineup, but give him a day off. You can do it with Bo. You can do it. Like, yeah. it's so great. But yeah, the Rowdy is just not hitting good enough to no. make it worth keeping him. And their lineup has been so goddamn good that, like, it's absolutely, like, like they just have no holes in their lineup at this point. They're just, they're, they're, they're just sick. And so, yeah. So, I don't, and what do they need? What did I say last week when we were talking uh, about this? Bullpen. They need bullpen. So they picked up Adam Simber from the Miami Marlins and they pick up Trevor Richards. Yeah. Who, has gray twice. hair. He's been traded twice in like a month. Poor guy. Yeah, he has gray hair. Like yeah, yeah. He's a. It looks like old. Like he doesn't actually look old. He looks weird because he he's like a pretty young looking guy with gray hair. I was really confused. I was like, did he dye his hair? <laughs> it looks like he dyed his hair silver or something like that. Anyway, he pitched last night, which must have been uh, kind of weird. He was in Milwaukee the day before. And yeah. Which that that's another logistic thing that I would love to talk to someone about, like getting traded, like in the middle of a season and like pitching the next, playing the next day for a team. It's like and Rowdy play, had a pinch hit appearance that day too. Yeah. It's like you just pick up your life and you're like, okay, here I am on my way to Milwaukee. Well, yeah, usually you get told before the media, obviously. So yeah, it's like, oh, here you go, flights leaving in two hours. We'll send your stuff. Like, yeah. So, you guys send on private jet? Oh, hundred percent. Even if it's just you. Yeah, probably. It's a PJ. It's fucking. They make a billion dollars a year, you know. Like they can afford a PJ. Anyways, but yeah, Rowdy and uh, Rowdy and Keston gonna be doing a little platooning down in Milwaukee. <laughs> Dude, that's your fucking like. That's, that's your literally dream. My wet dream. Yeah, You're absolutely. Talking about, uh, Adam, Adam Dunn's. This is mine. <laughs> absolutely. Just it's so fun. Because Vogie is here. Yeah, the uh, thick, think, the world's thickest first baseman. <laughs> oh God, the Jays last year was Vogelback, Rowdy, and Vlad. Vlad yeah, Vlad was fat. Yeah. Oh my God, it was like you have too many fat first basemen. Get you're rid mo- of them. You're monopolizing fat first basemen. They literally got Dan Vogelback from the Mariners, and then three days later, like got rid of him. Yeah, they were like, "Wait, why do we do it? We got Rowdy. We don't need him." Oh, Vogelback's great though. I do remember that. I remember him very briefly putting on a Jays uniform. I don't even think he got. I think he got a pinch hit at bat. And yeah, it was a I don't walk. think he played at all. Like I don't think he actually like played first base at all. Well, because that was around the time I think they were like, "Wait, Vlad can't play third. <laughs> yeah, well, this is this is he's, not what he should can't be doing. Do that. But yeah, it's. I mean, 
Rowdy at least has an option to play because, you know, no DH makes it easier for him to get pinch hit at bats. Yes. And exactly when Keston needs a day off, put him in, you know? Yeah. yeah. The the spot isn't so locked down either. Keston's had, he's starting to get it together, but he's had a, you know, he's had a rough year. So watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> he's had a horrible year. But hey, hey, that batting average, it's climbing in the 100s, baby. We'll be at 200 soon. <laughs> well, I'll be at the Mendoza line any day now. And hey, he had a, he he made contact against DeGrom the other day. That's fucking cool. It was a ground up? Uh, it was a, a weak chopper to uh, Jacob DeGrom. <laughs> so it didn't do much. But Keston, the, like, I, I think he's really back because he, all year, him and fucking Bobby Dahlbeck, my, two of my favorites, just can't hit fucking fastballs right on right. And Keston's finally hitting fastballs. Mm-hmm. And the, I was like, the fact he made contact against DeGrom... Like, DeGrom's throwing 100 and you made contact. That's good enough for good me. Good for you. Like, if yeah. you can hit that. So let's um let's end off this week by talking about the future of baseball. Oh, boy. The draft. <laughs> the draft is coming up. It is? It's on Saturday? Sunday? It'll have happened by the time these people hear it. Yeah, true. So we're going to talk about who we think is going to go. Um, These are not very educated opinions. I don't, I don't fucking know many of these people, but shit about uh, the Pirates have the first pick. Yeah, they're probably taking Marcelo Meyer. That is correct. The shortstop. That is correct. A shortstop. Um, he's the best player, apparently. And yeah, he's uh, the best like actual like eye appeal of like an, a player. Yeah, that isn't a pitcher. They think he'll he'll sign for like nine million dollars, eight million dollars. Which is yeah, pretty I mean, crazy. Hunter Green looking poor. I know. It's with, crazy. He broke the record in 2017. With, or 2018? 2017, he broke the record for like a $6.1 million signing bonus. That's yeah, going get washed away. It literally just... No got, one gives a shit. It changes every year. That it was a record. Like, that's every insane. The next guy... It's like the salary cap and like yeah. biggest contract. Goes oh, yeah. I, I know. That's how it I works, know. I guess. Idiot. Um... The Texas Rangers have the next pick. What are they going to go for? Uh, Fangraphs thinks Jack Leiter. You don't think so? Jack Leiter's going four. Who do you think's going to? No idea. You think he's going to go to the Boston Red Sox? Jack Leiter and Kumar Rocker are the only two names. And Marcelo Meyer. Yeah, I don't know a lot of these guys. I think Jack Leiter is going to go to the Red Sox. Okay. I am believing the rumor I heard that he said... They were going to say he needs to get paid $30 million signing bonus to go in the first three spots. And so that none of the teams would take him and the Red Sox would take him. That's what I want to believe because I want Jack Leiter. Okay. That kid, again, he's 18 years old and has never pitched against big leaguers, but he looks real good. Yeah. He's already got a 99-mile-an-hour fastball, um, a decent slider, and you can work on the other shit. You can get him a change up and whatever. Put him on the big league team. Get Garrett Richards out of here. Mm-hmm. Just fucking call him up immediately. Like the White Sox did with Crochet. Oh, God bless. Anyways, yeah, I hope that happens. Yeah, I mean, that's basically, I, I don't really know that. There's Jordan Lawler. He's a pitcher, right? Jordan Lawler's a shortstop. I knew he's that. another. He's another good, uh, he, he's another guy. He They think he's going to go to the Diamondbacks in the sixth spot. Um, I think he's good. You got gets, Colton Kowser for the Orioles. Third. Third is uh, Tigers. They think they're going to go with the shortstop, Brady House. Isn't it crazy that you could be leading your division at the All-Star break 
and pick fourth on the draft. Isn't that not crazy? Yeah, it's fucking wild. The Red Sox, Heim Bloom, <laughs> they really killed it last year. Every other team season. here up to the nine spot is bad. You know, like the thing very is the bad. Red Sox could have potentially picked higher because the Tigers only lost one more game than the Red Sox, but the last three games of the or the last two games of the Tiger season got canceled because they were playing the Cardinals and the Cardinals were already in the playoffs. And so they decided just to cancel the games. What? It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I don't know why they did it. It wasn't rain. They just canceled the games because they were meaningless. But if the Tigers this is played last, those last year. Yeah. So if the Tigers played those two games, they're probably going to lose because they suck. The Red Sox. Oh, I mean, Oh. What am I thinking? No, it's the other way around. It's the other way around. What was it? I can't remember. Now I'm lost. Huh. There was something that happened with the Tigers and like not playing games. I can't remember. Right. Yeah, I guess it's the same thing, but it was opposite. Like, what if they win those games? Right. And then if they win just one of the two, the Red Sox would have actually had a worse record. Than <laughs> so they would have been able to pick third. Oh, my God. But anyways. That's I just bit- really hope they get Jack Leiter, the Red Sox. They might. But that's not just that's just my hope. If they don't get Jack Leiter, they don't get Jack Leiter. Heim Bloom probably has something going in his brain. Dude, Heim Bloom drafted Nick York twenty uh, something overall last year in the draft, and no one had Nick York going until the fourth round. So like, I think Heim Bloom's he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? I think he's a good GM. I think um, the big. There's some big player. Gunnar Hogland. He's a... What? Gunnar Hogland. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> uh, he's gonna. He might be the pick for the Phillies. He's a right-handed pitcher from Old Miss. He's a, he, He's in the middle of a TJ rehab, but uh, he's fucking really good. So, like People think that like he's going to uh, be probably one of the first people from this draft class to make it in the majors. Interesting. Where's Kumar Rocker at? Uh, they think Rocker is going to be picked. Uh, no, uh, not that late. Uh, they think he's going to be a, a royal. Oh, God bless him. At the seven spot. Jo- Interesting. Joining Bobby Wood Jr. Yeah, because his draft stock dropped a lot. And yeah, then I, it kind of gained a lot more in the last few weeks, it seems. Yeah. That's I, good. I think people are like... He had a tough season, it seems like, at, at Vandy. But, uh, but he has like... I don't give a shit, you know? Like... His stuff moves. Like that's yeah. like I don't Execution. I don't know anything about being a general manager and drafting yeah. players for the future, but like Scouting. when I look at Kumar Rocker, he looks like he has the like the tools to become a great yeah, pitcher. Yeah, not just like pure velocity, but like actual good shit, you know? Good good movement, good execution. Cuz if your shit is moving placement. at 18 and when you're 24 in the show, like things can, you know. But also, you know, there's a good chance Kumar Rocker never touches the big leagues. So. It's just crazy to see like there's guys here obviously who are like, you know, um like oh they're they're out of college, Boston College, Ole Miss, UCLA. Well, this is one of the best draft classes ever because most kids didn't uh, declare for the draft last year right. because of the COVID shit. Right. Which is this might be one of the best draft classes ever in ten years. You it's know also I mean? crazy how many high school kids there are in this. Right. Khalil Watson. There's um, usually more high school kids because a lot of Ball. kids went to university because of True. COVID. True. They did one year in college. Oh, God, drafting out of high school. I can't imagine that. Not a good idea for teams usually, but we'll no. see. Yeah, yeah it worked pitchers. out occasionally. What's his name? Uh, LeBron James. Who's the GM of the Astros? Who's oh, the guy that got fired? Jim Lunau? Jeff Lunau. Sure. He always said, you never don't draft pitchers out of high school. 
because yeah. he did it and the guy never panned out. But again, we got another fucking little tidbit. Jeff Leno drafts Brady Aiken with the number one overall pick in the draft. Uh, offers him five or four point five million dollars, which at the time was the record for a signing bonus. Bitch said no, so he said no. Went to college, and then the next year, the Astros got the number two pick as a compensation. They chose Alex Bregman, and Brady Aiken never even touched high A ball. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? How would you ever turn down four point five million dollars? Period. No, maybe it wasn't four point. Maybe it was like how, three something, but it was a lot of money. You, how would you turn down anything more than? I think he thought he was worth more, which obviously now he's worth nothing, because I think he's out of baseball and he never. I don't think he ever made it to Double A, which is, dude, that's gotta kill you, right? Brady Aiken. Brady Aiken. Yeah, I think that's his name. I'm ninety nine percent sure his name is Brady Aiken. I think he went to LSU. When he, uh, or no, Bregman went to LSU. Who went to LSU then? Birthday, 96. He ended up with Cleveland? Yeah, because Cleveland signed him the next year in like the second round. Yeah, I mean, he made it to A. Did he make it to double A? No. That's what I thought. Yeah, he didn't make it to double A. No, he made it to A. And, uh, that's fucked. Played two games. He played uh, like 40 games entirely. Entire in his entire professional career, he played uh, forty games. Think about that. He valued himself so high, he didn't take like a million dollar signing bonus. He's only twenty four years old now. Yeah, send him to driveline. Let Kyle Body work on him. He'll figure it out. Is this really the same guy? Yeah, I promise you. That is fucking crazy. Yeah, they talk about it in a great book called Astro Ball. It's a little fucking weird to read it now because uh, you know the they cheated. Guy? Yes, it's the same guy, Evan. <laughs> I promise you. But this says he was drafted by the Indians. Yeah, because he declined to get signed by the Astros. Uh, wow. So he went to school for a year, and then the Indians signed him for a lot less money. Um, but yeah, that's why you don't draft pitchers out of high, high school. school. <laughs> because it's just, they're just too young. Yeah, for sure. Like, at least... Jack Leiter's been to Vanderbilt. At least Kumar Rocker's been to Vanderbilt. And like guys have been to like elite colleges for baseball. So they have some semblance of like pitching. But when you're at high school, like it's just Yeah, and I mean half the guys some of the guys that like you draft out of high school, they just decide to go to college anyway. Yeah, well I mean you usually talk to them beforehand, but like yeah, that's another risk. If you don't give them enough money, they're just gonna go to college and try and get better. That's what Bregman did. He was he got he was gonna go to the draft in twenty sixteen or something. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen? No. Twenty fourteen. Twenty thirteen, I'm yeah. thinking. Like, but then he decided, no, I'm gonna go to LSU, try and get better. Cause I think he I think I wanna say he got drafted. I could have this story all wrong. But I think he was like not gonna go high, like sixth, seventh round. Right. He was like, I'll just go to LSU and try and get better. And then two years later, number two overall pick. It's like you know, that's when betting on yourself goes well. But yeah. obviously, you have the Brady Aiken stories. Yeah. <laughs> so. Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, next good. time we are on here, uh, Derby will be done. All-Star game will be done. It's going to be wild. True. True. Who do you, you think is going to win the Derby after the, the whole lineup has been set? Um, I mean, let me pull it out. We got Joey Gallo, Trey Mancini, Shohei Otani, 
uh, Trevor Story, Matt Olson, Juan Soto, and I think maybe two more guys. I'm gonna be miscounting. I'm pulling it up. Um, Pete Alonso. Yeah, we have Big Meat Pete, the defending champion. Yeah, I mean, I think Joey Gallo. Yeah, that's what I'd take. I mean, Otani would be fun, or Mancini. I think it would be cool if he won, but I don't think he will. I think Joey Gallo will probably win. But Matt, Matt Olsen does hit tanks, so. Yeah, I was saying this yesterday. I was like, I'm glad Matt Olsen yeah. is going to be on like the main stage because no one fucking knows like, who's on the athletics except yeah. for like, you know, real baseball fans. Yeah. Like I, no one who's a casual is going to know who Matt Olsen is. He's really good. But if he wins the Derby, like it's going to be sweet. I'd love to see a sh- Otani win, obviously. But yeah, I think Joey Gallo, if I had to put my money on anyone, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd pick Joey Gallo, especially on the tear that he's been on. Yeah. I mean, not that jo- Shohei Otani hasn't also been on a tear for the whole season, but yeah. Joey Gallo is just starting to heat up. Yeah, I mean, that's it. All-Star game should be fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about it next week. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that seems like a good place to end it. But uh, cool. Godspeed. Godspeed I mean. to everyone. Please, uh, you know, take care of yourselves. We'd love if you subscribed to our YouTube, rated us on podcast apps, and did all the stuff to support us. That's yeah. about it, though. And we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace, guys. Bow, 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 b